Hi, everybody. Welcome to the second episode of Cook the Books. My name is Martina Logan, and I am your podcast dinner host. Each week, I'm cooking up recipes from some of my favorite books and inviting a friend over to eat and geek out with me. We're currently eating our way through The Lord of the Rings, and if you're following along with me, change into your sweatpants. We've got a hearty feast ahead. This week, my friend Amanda Abbott joined me as I recreated the Prancing Pony's famous Truesday special. Tolkien paints a vivid world full of delicious feasts. And one of the most thoroughly described meals in the trilogy is from Chapter 9 of The Fellowship of the Ring, when the hobbits find their brief respite at the Prancing Pony. Uh, Barlamin treats them to hot soup, cold meats, a blackberry tart, new loaves, slabs of butter, and half a ripe cheese. Good plain food, as good as the Shire could grow. It's also one of the last times the hobbits encounter food and don't gripe about the quality or quantity. My interpretation of this welcoming meal was a hearty mushroom soup paired with freshly baked soda bread and cold cuts. And of course, no meal from the Prancing Pony would be complete without sharing a pint with a friend, so we got ourselves a couple of those too. If this is your first time listening in, welcome! You'll be excited to know that all the food I just described was made allergy-free! At least by my standards. Um, I've lived the past eight years of my life with food allergies, so everything I make has those in mind. And this week, my guest Amanda talks about grappling with a vegetarian-ish diet, which I tried to incorporate as well. Uh, The creamy soup turned out great with almond milk and a gluten-free chicken stock. Uh, The bread was a mix of sweet sorghum, gluten-free oat flour, and I used more almond milk. Um, I did actually end up using eggs in this one to highlight something my allergist recently shared with me. Please know that nothing I share here is meant as advice, and you should always check with your own doctor before eating something you may be allergic to. I've battled an egg allergy for the past eight years, but one of the things my allergist recently shared with me is that most people, even with severe egg allergies, don't react to baked eggs. Uh, so if you have an egg allergy, potentially that's something you could ask your doctor about is how you may react to baked eggs. But again, please do this at your own risk uh, and please do your own research before you try to incorporate a food that you're not used to having in your diet. Uh, please, I would much rather you be safe than sorry. Since we're drinking gluten-free beer, uh, we do bring up on the podcast the difference between wheat-free and gluten-reduced. I don't do a great job of bringing it up in the moment, and I couldn't remember the specific FDA gluten-free labeling, so I want to share that with you now. Um, According to the rule, when a manufacturer chooses to put gluten-free on food packaging, the item must comply with the new FDA definition of the term, which means that it's less than 20 parts per million, or PPM, of gluten. So if you encounter a gluten-reduced beverage, you're most likely drinking something originally brewed from wheat that has been altered to reduce the PPMs. A couple other things I want to mention about tonight's episode. If you haven't read American Gods or Graveyard Book by Neil Gaiman, stop listening around the 49-minute mark to avoid spoilers, unless unless you're into that sort of thing. Um, Before we get into the episode, let me say thank you for joining me here again. Uh, We are rocking and rolling episode two. Hopefully, Apple will approve the podcast soon, and this will be available on iTunes shortly. 
Until then, please feel free to check out SoundCloud and, and be sure to like the podcast on Facebook. Be sure to like the podcast on Facebook. Follow it on Instagram at Cook the Books Podcast. And become a Patreon member for my eternal gratitude and the cool perks you won't find anywhere else. Guys, I'm, I'm having a ton of fun making this, but it takes a lot of work and your support would go a long way. Seriously, it would be huge. Please, I would love it if you signed up. Please visit my Patreon. Cool, cool. You're going to do it? You're going to do it. Um, all right, I think that's everything. We've got a bit of a longer episode this time, so without further ado, let me show you a shortcut to some recording and we'll just like oh my god it's already recording yeah we're doing it we're 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 podcasting holy shit it happened so fast i know i know it's like nothing changed but everything everything changed everything's changed (laughs) everything's changing cheers (laughs) cheers man this is a big glass oh god it glugged (laughs) there's like an air bubble here is that you or the oh (laughs) yeah do it for the mic i don't know if it's gonna Oh my <laughs> I'm gonna get a napkin. Are you okay? Yeah. Oh god. Yeah, that was oh really man. Fine. That was great. <laughs> We're fine. So you think the two brothers? We're having fun. <laughs> I'm taking my scarf off. I'm gonna get relaxed. Here. I I don't know about you, but I'm going to listen to this podcast. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So and others. We'll have access to it. So it's fine. <laughs> I'm definitely listening to it. Um, and only for the glugging beer. I glugging? Mean, my, is that a it is now. Verb? Yep. I um, never thought it would be, but here we are. But you think the two brothers taste like normal beer? Yeah, I do. It's the two brothers Prairie Path Golden Ale. <laughs> I have no idea. It's like the I'm, sound effects. It's like we're talking in an aquarium. <laughs> bloop, 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 bloop. Um, <laughs> it's not good. I'm like, I'm not going to not laugh every time. I feel like I just can't drink out of it because yeah. it's a total distraction to. for this Do you podcast. Have a straw? You need a straw before <laughs> they're outlawed. Get a straw. Yeah, it says it's crafted to remove gluten. What's that about? Do you know? Yeah, so I've those, that's a beer I've always avoided having a wheat allergy because I don't have a problem with gluten. It was always wheat. And so oh. I was like, well, it's still made from wheat. So like, I don't think this works for me. But people with celiacs don't react to a beer that's crafted to remove gluten because they get the, oh, I should know this before before talking about it in public. But um, <laughs> they, they're removing like the the gluten level to a certain percentage. I'll look it up and put it in the intro of this or something. But okay. um, yeah, no, it has to be down to like 0.04 or something oh, like that. Okay. And then people don't have a reaction to it. Oh. Same with like really distilled whiskey. That's why people with celiacs are typically fine with whiskey. But I always avoided whiskey because I was like, oh, I have a wheat allergy. I can't. Yeah. Um, but now that I've been re-allergy tested and I'm trying to reintroduce foods in my life, I was just like, okay, I'll start with something like this. Yeah. How'd that egg test go? Well, I'm eating eggs again. It went well? Mm-hmm. That's exciting. So, actually, thank you for bringing that up because um, I put eggs in the bread tonight. Oh. And I, I know I said I would make the podcast completely allergy-free, but 
the reason I did this is one, eggs, and two, <laughs> and and two, some, thank you. You can eat eggs now. That's so exciting. It's ridiculously exciting. Um, but yeah. al- also, my allergist told me that apparently, even people with very severe egg allergies rarely react to baked egg. So oh. it, yeah, so it's worth trying. Okay. Yeah, right? So this is egg-containing bread. Yes. Gluten-free, dairy-free, soy-free, all that free, but there is egg in it. And this is your first attempt at bread baking? Um, pretty much. I've made, like, flatbreads before. It's really good. Is it? It is. You like it? I do. You like the bread? I really like the bread. <laughs> it's pretty I'm good. I'm talking with my mouth full because the bread's good. It's a terrible podcast idea because, like, come mm, eat. really good. Come eat in front of a microphone with I me. I know. But you know <laughs> what? There's people out there who are into this. It's, I think it's the same, like, ASMR world where, like, they want to hear sounds. Mm-hmm. Like, should we just, like, slurp for the whole episode? Like, we're we having could. soup. I feel like there's no way around it. I hate it so much. Do you think that's sexy? <laughs> do you think people are into that? <laughs> Someone is. Do you I, think this is? I should. Should I do this on dates? We are. We are cultivating an audience I wasn't planning on having, hey, but you like know what? it might do really well. I mean, I think so. I witnessed you cooking a bit, and you were concerned you may have put too much sherry. And what's your verdict here? Did you put too much? No, I think it's okay. I think maybe when I tried it before, it was just like hot. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's, do you like? Sure. What, what do you think? I like it a lot. Does. Could you tell that there wasn't real milk in it? No. Does any of this taste allergy-free? I mean, to me, it tastes... I mean, what's coming to mind is it tastes healthy. Oh, okay. Like, it tastes like there's... Like, there's ingredients that, like... Like, the bread, for example. It's, Mm -hmm. you know, it it looks healthier. It's got, like, that brown... um, you know, and the texture is a little less like fluffy, mm-hmm. um, but it's still like really flavorful. And I feel like the soup doesn't taste like, though it's got like a creaminess to it. It doesn't taste fatty. That's good. Um, yeah, I bet real milk lends itself. Yeah, to like, mm, creamy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think everything is really good. Yay! And I appreciate you accommodating my. Um, meat preferences. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I know you're hoping to do some lamb stew this time, but I said I can't do lamb. Why don't you like lamb? Um, I don't know. I'm weird. I. It's okay. Lamb is lamb is a gamey meat. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've never had lamb, and I never plan to. I have like some moral conflict with meat, but I understand that it's super hypocritical because I definitely poultry and fish and sometimes beef or pork um i mean like i don't know if i can ever give up bacon <laughs> i mean who can i was like okay poultry fish that makes sense i was like oh no piggies yeah Pig- poor, 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 poor piggies oh. i feel guilty about it i have a, a thing excuse me that microphone's totally we're gonna pick podcasting that up. motorcycle man but are you single um, I don't even know anymore. It's like, <laughs> I just like, I love motorcycles. <laughs> I need one. I don't care anymore. <laughs> are you Are you kind? Do you make me laugh? All right. Are you male? We're good. Okay. Um, 
are already single. That's another. That's another key fi- yeah, factor. Uh, yeah, that's a good point. That tends to be glossed over sometimes. You wouldn't bring it up right away. Yeah, yeah. You'd be like, why? Why are you still talking to me? <laughs> you know what I want out of this. You can't give it to me. Every time they're married. Every time. Um, <laughs> what were we talking? Uh, oh, my meat preference. Oh, yeah, meat. <laughs> so I was vegetarian in high school. Um, my mom's not a big uh, meat eater per se. She's actually more vegetarian leaning than I am. Um, <clears throat> but I was like fully vegetarian in high school. I, I'll never forget, I was getting crap for it um, with my, in my English class in 10th grade. I was getting mm-hmm. crap for it from one of my classmates. And I remember my teacher, Mr. Hess, came over and defended me, and I already thought he was cute. And, like, after that, I was like, I love you. Marry me. <laughs> but then, like, you know, that's not okay, so. No, but at the time, but, but from your naive point of view, like, that's fine. If he had been like, yes, I will marry you, then yeah. it would have been like, How, get out of here. Yeah, yeah, get, get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> um, but then I... I went to college, and the dining hall only had pasta every day for vegetarians. And, like, I was like, I cannot go on like this with my meal plan. I cannot have another plate of spaghetti. So I branched back into the meat world, and I haven't gone fully vegetarian since. But I have been very um, queasy about meat. I mean, even, like, meat that I eat regularly, I get weird about sometimes. Um, I do feel bad about meat. Well, and, okay, so college meal plan as I that I actually have a story about that too because when I I went freshman year of college and I got the meal plan whatever and back then I didn't know about any of my food allergies I just except milk because like I knew for a fact milk was a problem yeah if milk's a problem it's not a subtle right right that's not like (laughs) I might be no like that was when I was like no don't don't even test it and uh so and then Okay, also, also on top of this, so I knew I had a milk thing, but I was like, I'll figure it out. It's not that bad. Like, I can definitely navigate around milk. But then I, I went to college, and then I'm, I'm not exaggerating, three and a half weeks, less than a month into college, uh, my mom and uh, stepdad at the time, um, they watched, <laughs> there's so many noises, Sorry. it's okay. They watched um, Fast Food Nation. Mm. within a month of me leaving for college and became vegans like <laughs> overnight all vegans right. all and right i was 18 and was just like what is wrong with you <laughs> like why are you vegan now mm-hmm. so and they they completely changed their diet and they were very strict about it mm. fast forward three years my mom found out she's allergic to a whole vegan diet being allergic to soy and rice and wheat. oh yeah like, that doesn't like, work well, nicely all you eat yeah um <laughs> but I used that as a as an opportunity because the dining hall food was so bad. Yeah. It was so gross. Yep. I mean, cafeteria food is literally grade E but edible in North <laughs> Carolina. Like, that's what it says on the boxes. No. Yes. Yikes. And so I was like, I don't want the meal plan anymore. <laughs> and I, I got out of it by saying that I was vegan. And I rem- Oh, yeah. I remember trying I remember them trying to just be like well we have vegan options and being like oh the potatoes I'm spending four thousand dollars a semester on potatoes for three meals like get the fuck out of here yep uh so 
Um, and then it turned out I was allergic to everything anyway, so oh, no. I did. But they they got me out of the meal plan. But wow. I, I did it by getting. I had to move to a dorm room that had its own kitchen, which was hella tight. That's awesome. And I, my student loans made sure I knew that I opted for the room with <laughs> the kitchen in yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. Well, you should be able to. You should have to pay extra to nourish yourself. That's what I'm saying. That's your burden to bear. Thank you. Because <laughs> then I'm paying for food, too. My mom will make tofu Santa for Christmas instead of, like, ha- like she'll make ham for everybody, but then, like, tofu Santa's for her and I. Aww. So, like, my vegetarian leanings run deep. Um, <laughs> but I try to branch out. Like, I had goat once. What'd you think? Um, I was like, cool, goat. I don't need to have it again. Yeah, I did yeah. it. That was greasy. Yeah, yeah. I went yeah. to. I have a job where we have to go to, where um, my bosses fancy themselves foodies, mm-hmm. and we have to go to like fancy places that serve weird meats. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've been. I don't want to say force fed. I was trying to be adventurous, um, but it felt a little forced. I'm not gonna lie. Um, <laughs> but I had like a. We went to Girl and the Goat, and I had a goat empanada. Okay. And like it was good. But I don't need it anymore. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then we went to Frontera and we had duck soup. And I mm-hmm. never thought I'd have duck, but I tried it anyway. And I and same thing. Like, okay, I don't need to do that again. Um, like I it wasn't like traumatizing, duck. but yeah. Well, <laughs> I don't know. My whole thing, and now now that if I am trying new food allergies and everything, or like trying to reincorporate these foods that were considered allergies back in my diet. Mm-hmm. Now, I may have to, like, I don't know, put up or shut up a little bit because <laughs> I, for the longest time I was like, well, I would be a vegetarian, but I can't be because I'm allergic to things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so now I'm just like, oh, I might not be allergic <laughs> to things anymore. But So now I have to feel bad about it. I know, now I have to feel bad because I had no choice before. But I do actively try to buy free-range and grass-fed um, meats and, and I've never had to buy animal byproducts because, um, I've always, I've always said that I was a vegan that eats meat because like I can't have milk or eggs Mm -hmm. and so any, you know, all the animal byproducts were never on the table. Yeah. It just, the animal, just the animal was fine. My argument is that instead of being one less person not contributing to the meat industry, that I'm one more person contributing to like humane, humane, humanely raised meats. Oh yeah, a hundred percent. Yeah, that's that's my thought process. Behind yeah, it. I dig it. I'm down with that. But also, if America went vegan, we would reverse global warming like tomorrow. Shit. So you know, no pressure, America. No pressure, but like if you do it, I'll do it. Okay. America, America. <laughs> I was like, shit. Did I just agree to be being being vegan? No, that's not what I want. I'm eating <laughs> eggs right now, <laughs> but I like cheese. <laughs> you don't like. Vegan cheese? <laughs> it's all right. Cashew cheese? I will say, I went vegan for a summer um, with my mom in high school. Um, apparently, my mom has shaped a lot of my dietary choices. Um, <laughs> we went vegan for a summer, but we're, like, a little lenient on whether or not we used vegan cheese all the time. <laughs> but I will say, like, for the most part, it was pretty vegan focused mm-hmm. and it's the best I've ever felt yeah it could also be because I was like 16 
But in that year of being 16, that summer was the best I ever felt. I did the Beyonce diet in, right before Christmas last year. Sorry. It's a Beyonce I diet. I know Beyonce diet. Um, so it is a... Does it make you a better singer? Not me. I still can't dance. Maybe because I, <laughs> I didn't do it long enough. It's a it's a 22-day cleanse where you become vegan and you also don't have any, like, soy or wheat or alcohol. Oh, wow. Oh. Uh, the alcohol. That's yeah. a hard... That's Actually, a, I don't think it's specifically hard said alcohol. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um... But it was fun, like, because for me, it was literally just giving up meat because mm. I didn't have soy or wheat anyway. Okay. I was like, yeah, I can totally do this. And I felt great. I had so much energy. Yeah. And if you look at those, like, blood type diets, I'm, I think I'm, my blood type's A negative. And I'm not saying there's anything to be said about the blood type diet. But maybe. But I am saying the blood type diet <laughs> says that I... Uh, type A should be, um, type A blood types should be vegetarians, and I felt great. Okay. Coincidence? Probably. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> it's science, right? I don't know. Everyone's body works differently. Mm-hmm. Your blood type could be a, like, not maybe like a defining factor, but like a marker. Like, this indicates sure. that your body works a certain way, that mm-hmm. maybe this diet is better for you. You know, I don't know my blood type. Is that um, bad? I don't know. Maybe How do you find that out? I gave blood once. See, I don't. I get really uh, lightheaded when I get blood drawn. Mm-hmm. And I'm selfish. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. No, I, it's something I feel guilty about, but it's also something that makes me extremely miserable. And I don't know. I don't know. I don't have the uh, courage or... Um, Gumption. I don't. I don't know what the. I don't know what the play is here, Amanda. Because <laughs> I feel like one, you should know your blood type in case you ever need blood. Sure. But what if it turns out you have the universal blood type where I you know. can be giving it to everyone? I know. Shit. I know. It's something that fills me with guilt. What if, what it's something you, that keeps me up at night. You can um, have magic blood, and you're just hoarding it. God kinda, damn it. Kind of like in True Blood. If you have, you just... have fairy blood, and all the vampires want you. Ah shit. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if Alexander Skarsgård, Skarsgård, right? Yeah. <laughs> if he wanted me, I'd like I'd I'd be down. You give that up real, uh, yeah. real fast, real fast. Yeah, you can have some of my blood. Yeah, Bill Skarsgård though, not as not mm, he's creepy as hell. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, there's, there's a range in the. There's Skarsgard a reason brothers. you get cast as Penny, Pennywise. Like, there's a reason. <laughs> and and the creepy maybe devil in uh what was oh my god the show that i was just obsessed with castle rock oh yeah spoiler i haven't watched it yet but i intend to it's so good it's so good if you're a stephen king fan it's littered with stephen king spoilers or easter eggs not spoilers easter eggs it's really fun oh that's fun Mm -hmm. so i have a family of stephen king fans but i have only read two swell really just one Stephen King book. And it wasn't even, like, a scary one. Which one was it? The 112263. I love that book. It was very good. The ending is weird because Stephen King doesn't know how to end a book. But. Sure. But it made sense. It was mm-hmm. definitely leading up to that ending the whole time. Mm-hmm. And God, it was so romantic and sweet. It and- was. I, I very much enjoyed it. It's And it's a big 
big, thick book. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it was an interesting one to dive into. Did you watch the show? I didn't. I didn't. I watched the first, like, two episodes. I was like, I hate this. Oh, did you? I hated every second of it. Oh, I was God. like, James Franco, you're better than this. Right. I um, I have intended to, but perhaps I will not now. I mean, please feel free to formulate your own opinions that will forever mm. be uh, no. colored by what I just said. No. But still. No, I want you to guide guide me from here on out. Speaking of books. <laughs> Ooh. Segway. <laughs> It's uh, time. Ooh, we're going to record that separately <laughs> for the rest of the show. You're welcome. <laughs> uh, I really liked it. Speaking of books, you have Boromir on your fridge over there? I do. Yeah. <laughs> I do. But yeah. it's Ned Stark. It's a, it's a oh, picture it of is. Ned Stark. You're yeah. right. Oh, shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was Ned's like, head. I was like... That's, oh, that's sad. Isn't that sad? You have Ned's head. I have Ned's head on my refrigerator. This is going to sound way more cryptic. He's in a flower magnet. (laughs) It's really adorable. That's what she wants you to think. (laughs) It's it's really just a head on a stick. (laughs) That, that magic. Boot beer glugging is something you definitely need to, like, isolate and have that sound effect for like <laughs> ideas Every, yeah right like it's your thought bubble yeah speaking of books wait i'm sorry i don't mm-hmm. mean to i don't mean to no, interrupt please, your this bread is really fucking good do you think paul hollywood would be impressed by it would he give you a handshake what would he <laughs> would he be know. like this is gluten free what is it about <laughs> him that's sexy oh nothing it. in my opinion oh i think i <laughs> He creeps me out. I think it's just his piercing blue eyes. That he does have husky eyes. Yeah. yeah. I'm, not, I'm not saying I want the rest of him. I just want his eyes. In a jar. Yes. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's creepy. Yeah, no, I take it back. I'm, I'm backpedaling. I'm, I'm sorry. I made it weird. Sexy. We're talking about Ned's head. But, like, Sean is there a brand in this? No. It gives me, like, a brand muffin vibe, which I dig, actually. But yeah. there's no brand in it. I'm really impressed with it. It's sorghum and oat flour and potato starch. There's like xanthan gum. And there's no yeast. I used baking soda and baking powder instead. And I was worried it would make it a little like, I don't know, like pretzel-y, you know? But like, oh, yeah. like overly no. pretzel-y. Yeah. Um, it's like a nice softness with a little bit of crunch. When you walked in, I was like, this isn't going to be right. The no. bread is wrong. No, I mean, I could be is... wrong. Do you like it? I love it. No, yeah. I'm I'm actually very impressed with, with the bread. Yeah. It was so easy. It yeah. was like stupid easy. Good. There's honey in it. It's really Ooh, good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like a bread that you don't, like I'm, I'm real into like bread and butter. Like that's a good combo. Mm-hmm. And you don't need it for this. Oh, did you want butter on it? No, I don't okay. want it. I don't need it. I don't want it. I don't need it. Okay. That's that good. I've been dipping it in the soup. And mm. it's been lovely. Good. I'm a little anti-soggy bread, but... Do you not like your food to touch, or, or is it just the bread? I don't know. I'm a little weird about combos. Mm-hmm. Um, I wouldn't say I don't like my food to touch, but... But I guess I'm a little picky. Mm-hmm. I have a friend who used to make, like, this microwave egg scramble. Oh, um, and what he would do was he would get... He would take, like, eggs, put them in a bowl... Like crack them in a bowl, and then just pour those like frozen veggie bags in there. But it would be like 
green beans and peas and carrots. Frozen? Yeah, and then he would like microwave it and it would make this like scramble, but there would be carrots in the eggs. And Ew. like, I, yeah, I was like, this is wrong. You are terrible. You're a monster. Yeah, turns out he's actually a very good cook, but that was his that fatal was his flaw. Thing. Like, that was not okay. I mean, everybody um, has that thing where you're just like, I, I, I hate myself for this. My dad's calling. Oh, not now, dad. Is your ringtone Led Zeppelin? My dad, yeah, when my dad calls, it's cashmere. Nice. Well, is that another segue? <laughs> to Lord of the Rings. <laughs> Could be a place in like Misty Mountain Hop, right? They like Lord of the Rings. That's what you know. I was listening to that last week before the episode. I was like, oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm- I'm gonna back. Yeah, it was really good. Um, but uh, this week I wanted newer music. I'm enough. really into Jane Bird right now. We're getting off topic. Lord of the Rings. Um, so you haven't read Lord of the Rings? I have not. Why? Um, <laughs> it's a classic. No, zero judgment. Zero no. judgment. They're um, very long books, and they're not everyone's cup yes. of tea. So, so uh, not related to Lord of the Rings, but, like, reading is a thing I struggle with. Not that I can't read. It's that I struggle with carving out time. Amanda is, <laughs> is announcing for the first time since I've known her that she is illiterate. Is this I why you, like, improv <laughs> I just improvise so you don't have to read a script. (laughs) I tried to act and I was always flooding the lines from the script and no one knew why and I couldn't tell them. And yes, this is my moment. (laughs) It's okay to be illiterate as an adult. Is it? I'm not, I'm not promoting adult illiteracy. (laughs) If you're out there and you can't read, you should learn how to read. Like, yeah. Please, please read. Please learn, like, go find a C-Spot run book mm-hmm. and figure that shit out because it's very important. I hope you can find the resources and the time. Go to your public library. Motivation. We have great libraries. Great libraries. Um, so I get motion sickness. Oh, okay. And, like, a prime reading time for me would be on the bus on the way to work and from work and whatever. Yes. And it's very difficult for me to get my read on there. And mm-hmm. then I don't have a good habit of reading, like, before bed or, like, just carving out time to read. And so that has thus limited the quantity of books I have read. And it's not – so to have not read Lord of the Rings, it does not um, describe a lack of interest. It's just a lack of time. Yeah, I mean – time. Yeah, no, reading's hard. Yeah. I mean, I read it in middle school. Um, reading's not hard, but, like... <laughs> right. Reading's hard. Reading uh, is hard. Um. Uh, no, reading, it's... Finding time to read in my life right now is yeah. nearly impossible. Yeah. And I don't... Because I, I prefer podcasts on the train. Because mm-hmm. I just want to... Something about having giant headphones on when you're on the train that's more isolating. Mm-hmm. And it, it I feel safer or like protected I feel like I've put a wall up between myself and the hundred other people on the train that I'm sardined with sure although I will say like you know that's a little like you you should probably be able to hear too because oh safety (laughs) I guess for sure um 
I can still like, I can still hear. I'm just concerned just about your safety, about, Martina. I appreciate you, especially with Sauron. <laughs> the eye of Sauron is ever watchful. Yes, yes. I haven't watched it. I have no excuse for my middle school self. Wait, you've never even watched it? Sorry, read it. Read okay, it, read it, read it, read it. Uh, <laughs> I was like, no, I've, I've, I've watched it. Okay, so that that's when I fell in love with Dominique Monaghan. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. Even as a little Hobbit man. <laughs> Were you a Lost fan? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Were you? Yeah. 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 I mean, to be fair, I was in love with every male in the Lord of the Rings. Um, Except for maybe Sean Astin, because I was like, Rudy! <laughs> Root for Rudy. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um yeah. I watched the shit out of those uh those movies and I think it is partially hormonal. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um I remember watching the trailers and thinking that like whoever was playing Legolas was like the most beautiful person I'd ever seen. And I was like, who is that? Um God. I right? did, yeah, yeah, which also, like, like if I, I feel like if I saw that person walking down the street, I would be like, who the fuck is that? Like, yeah, what I wouldn't a, what be a like, nose. what a weirdo, like, I wouldn't be like, mm-hmm. but for some reason in the world of Lord of the Rings, like, that long blonde hair. I mean, he was great as Will like, Turner, really too, works. though, in yeah. Pirates of the Caribbean, like, yeah. Orlando Bloom is a heartthrob. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had a thing. I my mom definitely, or my dad. I don't know who did it, but at one point, one Christmas, there was um, a cutout, uh, much like you have over there, of David Tennant. Yes. Um, <laughs> but what I had was Legolas. That's cool. That's uh, cool. By my Christmas tree, and I was like, "Yep, that's my boyfriend." Um, <laughs> I also say like one scene that really like stands out for me from that mo- from that series. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't even, I'm not even sure what movie it was in. I want to say Two Towers. I'll but there's this part where Viggo Mortensen is um, like laying on a chaise lounge and I think Arwen's talking to him or something and he doesn't have shoes on. Like he's oh. like lounging barefooted and I don't know why but I thought there was such a like I was like, he's so hot right now, and I don't hear <laughs> I don't know why that stuck with me. I don't know why I found it hot. I do not have a thing for feet. I don't have a thing for feet. Um, Amanda Abbott. But, but I guess I like a man who can lounge. He was comfortable with Arwen. Yeah, and who can put showed, the work in yeah, and, like, shed his armor. Vulnerability, yes. okay? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I was, I was into it, but... Um, I feel like I need to address an elephant in the room. Okay. Um, do you know my oldest brother's name? Have we talked about this? No. Really? What is it? I swear to God. And this is also why mm, (laughs) uh, having never read The Lord of the Rings is a bit bit shameful for me. Oh, God. Um, I didn't know what I was bringing up. Okay. It's okay. No. My oldest brother is his God-given name (laughs) on his birth certificate. To this day, is Strider Aragorn Abbott? I oh my god. god! Oh my god! Yes, Strider before Aragorn. Uh-huh. Damn, son! Yeah, your parents are nerds. Yeah, <laughs> and I love hippie hippie nerds. Yeah, I yep. love that. Hundred percent. My I, oldest brother is Strider. I love it. Yeah. I love it. My one of my best friends' <laughs> nephew's name is is Strider mm. and I was just like hell yeah that's awesome I think it's a great name I think so too yeah 
Yeah. I love your parents now. Yeah. Tell them I love them. Okay. <laughs> My favorite name from the Lord of the Rings universe is Legolas, though, because his name is Legolas Greenleaf. Mm-hmm. And in Elvish, Legolas means Greenleaf. So his name is Greenleaf Greenleaf. <laughs> Are you kidding me? <laughs> no, that's a real I'm going to choke on my bread. (laughs) Isn't that the dumbest shit you've ever heard? (laughs) That's great. It's so good. Because he's built, like, uh, Tolkien just created this, like, elaborate universe. Like, it's so thought out, so perfect. There's multiple languages and very specific maps. So there's like, okay, it's it's Greenleaf, Greenleaf. (laughs) (laughs) No, but was that something that you, like, figure it out on your own yes so to me that means that that was like a little nod for you guys mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. to the people that are gonna take the time to really immerse themselves in this world and this language like mm-hmm. here's a little funny thing i did yeah here's I, a little ride you're like, ah, for you. you like that don't you yeah. nerds but <laughs> yeah I, uh, I think i think that's fun i brought it up in the last episode i'm probably gonna end up bringing it up in all of them but i did learn elpish in eighth grade and so, yeah, that now that was the nerd. Why. Oh no, it, I I'm fully aware, <laughs> fully aware of how awful it was. And like, but I mean, I loved it. And honestly, all my friends loved it too. That, no, I think I, that's great. I had a very supportive it group looks, of nerds. Did you to write it? With. Yeah, it looks pretty. That's what I. Oh, do you the, have an Elvish tattoo? No, but I almost did. I thought about it for years. I was like, I'm gonna get a tattoo in Elvish. <laughs> But, like, what would I have gotten? It? Maybe not. Maybe, maybe I don't I, think you should. I have a I couple think... more boots of... Yeah, tonight! <laughs> <laughs> oh, I did... What am I drinking? I'm. You're drinking the Two Brothers. Mm-hmm. I'm drinking the Glutenberg Golden Ale. Yes. Uh, because they come in pints! Uh, this meal is supposed to be representative of the meal mm. that they eat at the Prancing Pony. Yes. So, I have to say, I did... So, like I said, I was obsessed with the movies... When they came out, I got like the extended editions of both Fellowship and the Two Towers, and then I guess I ran out of money because I never got <laughs> I never got the extended edition of Return of the King, even though I very much liked that one. Um, You're like that I one's don't, really long. I don't it's have more expensive. it. I don't know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I was like wanting to prepare for this. Did you watch it? I watched. I only gave myself time to watch the. Fellowship of the Ring that is on Netflix, because I don't know, I was too lazy to put a DVD in. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, they, <laughs> I, I have the extended editions right there. Oh. And, like, they're, they're so long on DVD that you have to flip. It's not even all on one DVD. I know. Yeah, Two you have to DVDs. change it out. Yeah. But I think that the Netflix Fellowship is the extended version, because oh. it is, like, three hours long. Hell yeah, Netflix. And the original one, like... Two and a half. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure it's the extended one. Um, do you have Return of the King? Yeah. Do you want it? Do you want to borrow it? Could I? Yes. Oh my god. Yes. That's so exciting. Oh, we're gonna, I, oh I'm so excited. We're gonna we're we're gonna watch them all at some point too. Like I'm gonna be like everyone that I everyone who come, to, come to my yeah. studio to come to my tiny studio apartment. We're all gonna fit, and we'll do a commentary video or podcast. Yeah. Oh god, yeah. that'd be so good. I think it'd be great. It'd be so funny. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Well, I wa- I watched it. It had been a minute, so I wanted to like refresh myself. And I, I can't believe how many, like, lines I remember. Because I used to watch it with mm-hmm. one of my friends um, kind of constantly. Mm-hmm. And we would, like, quote along with it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was surprised how much I remembered. One of my favorite one of my favorite scenes is from Two Towers. And it's from 
it, it's from only the extended edition, mm. and it's where Gimli and Legolas are, like, counting orcs that they've killed and everything. Yep. And, um, he's like, final count, 43. Like, Legolas says that, or no, Gimli says that, and then the orc is twitching, and so Legolas shoots it, and he's like, ah, 43. <laughs> and then Gimli, like, stares at him for a second, and is like, what the hell, that was my kill. And, and Legolas goes, he was twitching. And Gimli goes, he was twitching because he had my axe embedded in his nervous system. <laughs> and then he starts waving the axe, and the orc starts, like, twitching like crazy. I gotta go back and watch the that. the best That's moment brilliant. of my life. <laughs> it was so good. He's so sassy, Gimli. He's oh my such God. a sass. John Ray's Davies. The part where he's like, <laughs> so I just watched the first one, right? Um, the part where they're running away from the um, Balrog. Balrog, yes. <laughs> you shall not pass. Um, they have to like jump over that like breaking apart bridge. Yeah. And Legolas, like he jumps, he's like. Nobody throws a dwarf to Aragorn. Nobody tosses a dwarf. <laughs> yeah, there yeah. it is. <laughs> and, and then he, like, jumps over, but he doesn't quite make it, and Legolas, like, grabs him by the beard, and he goes, Not the beard! <laughs> but he just pulls him up. <laughs> it's good stuff. It's a but good time. the reason I brought it up was I was watching it knowing that you were making mushroom soup, mm-hmm. and the part, I guess, where... Frodo and Sam realize that Merry and Pippin have been following them, I think Pippin says something. They, like, they like crash into each other in the forest, and mm-hmm. they're like, it was just a shortcut to mushrooms. Ah. And so, if, you know, you need a you need a title for this episode. It's shortcut to mushrooms? I like that. I, was, I don't know. I don't know. It's fine. I was thinking. Is that in the books? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't read them. I didn't read them. I was thinking, um, Buckleberry Fairy, follow me. <laughs> That's one of my favorite lines. But yes. I can make a shortcut to mushrooms. No. It's all good. No. It's all really good. What about like parentheses? Mushroom. <laughs> yeah. A shortcut to mushrooms. <laughs> yeah. It's cool. It's cool cooking these and like starting with Lord of the Rings because one, like I just love it so much. Yeah. And two, it's becoming fall even though it's 80 degrees today. So soup was just like, oh God. <laughs> all right. Still I delicious. said soup. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. Um, but uh, what was I going to say? Oh. Um, yeah, they're just such hearty, simple meals, too, mm-hmm. and it's all food that you would find on a farm, and so I, I really, I, oh. I, I really do love eating, like, a hobbit. I feel like I eat, like, a hobbit anyway, <laughs> Sure, but they're just very simple, just like, okay, whole mushrooms, you know? I never, but I made a pie last week, and it was just, like, quartered mushrooms, and I've never eaten mushrooms that thick before. Oh, yeah. It was so good. Nice. And, like, whole sprigs of thyme like that, and, like, morels in there, like, fancy Now, AF. was I supposed to eat that sprig of thyme? No, don't eat the thyme. Okay. <laughs> just making sure. That would be a bad choice. I pushed it aside, and I just wanted to make sure I wasn't um, offending you by not nope. eating your thyme. No, please don't. I, Good. No one has time for that. Yeah. That was Ew. a bad pun. No, it wasn't. It wasn't. Com- Keep it, it in. It could have been better. Keep it in. <laughs> um, I'll work on my timing. Martina's anyway. got puns, people. <laughs> oh, so are you elf, hobbit, dwarf, or man? Um, I'm an orc. No. Um, <laughs> or, or orc. Orcs orc. are just, orcs are just <laughs> fucked up. Elves. Yeah, I mean, some days I wake up and feel like an orc. Actually, that sounds... I really 
Okay, I want to own that. That's the like, tattoo. I'm a fucked up elf. I'm an orc. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I mean, I guess I probably relate the most to a hobbit because I've got big feet. Um, <laughs> and there's and too much hair unruly on hair. Yes. I, yes. <laughs> but I guess more like your mentality. Like, hobbits, I, I don't know, I totally eat like a hobbit. Mm. And I like to, like, sit in my house. I like to sit in my, like, cozy den and just yeah. be like, hey, I'm a hobbit. I'm comfortable. Yeah. I mean, I would say hobbiton does look, hobbiton? Yeah. Does look like a dreamland. Right? I mean, right? Like, like, I would live there. You wouldn't live in the mines of Moria? I would not. Oh, but I wanted to say, oh yeah, in that scene with Balrog, well, before he comes, they're, like, being, like, surrounded by all those goblins. By the way, are, like, orcs and goblins different? Yes. So goblins are a, just their own race. Okay. Whereas orcs, let me make sure I'm telling you correctly. Because I feel like, I, I feel like they're, you know... Sorry, Peter Jackson, but, like, not a huge difference in look um, for the two in the movies. I don't know if that was correct. May, may It may be, but um, the, the goblins are surrounding them in the mines. And um, then they hear, like, the Balrog in the, different, in the distance, and, like, all of the goblins, like, run away, freak out and run away. And then the Fellowship's just standing there, like... Oh, we got rid of those goblins. Yeah, they they got scared. They were scared of us, and then and then Gandalf has to be like, "Oh shit!" There's like a giant. Right, Gandalf's like, "No, you idiot!" Yeah, fire monster no coming for us. Of you. And now we need to run. And I think I think that if they had ran when the goblins ran, they would have been fine. Yeah, yeah, I, I do. Know, I don't know why Gandalf wasn't immediately just like, if the Let's goblins go. are scared, we should go. Let's go. Yeah, no, so orcs, it's it suggested that orcs are descended from East Elves captured by Melkor, their minds and bodies distorted and corrupted. Dang. Yeah. Fucked up. Yeah. That's what makes me so bad. Have you seen the Hobbit movies? I have. So what makes me so mad about the Hobbit movies is there aren't supposed to be any orcs in the Hobbit. There's, and there are. Yeah, there's all kinds of orcs. What it's, the fuck? What the fuck? Peter Jackson. Well, how do you, do you think that that was, um, a product of forcing it into three movies? Yes. The Hobbit should have never been three movies. Yeah. The Hobbit was a, a 300 page book that was so stupid. It made, made, made me so mad yeah. when that yeah. came out. That was unfortunate. And I mean, it does come, apparently it does combine the Cimmerillion, which again, I haven't read. So like, oh, it does? I don't know. Yeah. So a lot of that is. Maybe from you would have appreciated it more. I guess so. But well, you didn't not, read it. I'm just like you. Did you hear the fans? No, I know. Did you hear fans? She didn't read it. <laughs> just kidding. So The Hobbit's only a 300 page book? I wouldn't know. <laughs> I think I actually do have a copy of The Hobbit. Should I just go ahead and read it? Should I give it a go? If you want to. Because I will say, now, like my deterrent. Deterrent? Is that the right word? I don't know. What are I you can't to read. Say? <laughs> um, my oh. deterrent uh, of reading yeah. the Lord of the Rings trilogy is yeah. that I know what happens. More or less, yeah. So like it then doesn't become a much much. I'm sure I'm sure the writing makes it a page turner, but like it doesn't. It's continue your thought. I'm sorry. Oh no, it's fine. Um, <laughs> I was just trying to be respectful of 
the book, but maybe, yeah, it doesn't make it a page turner. But um, <laughs> knowing the ending, I feel like there's a part of me that, like, wouldn't, like, I very much need to have a page turner to, like, keep me reading. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like because I know what happens, I maybe wouldn't well, find that. No, because The Lord of the Rings is not a page turner. No. Okay. No, <laughs> it is just, it is so it's descriptive. An yeah, it's just like. Yeah. It's, it, it's just like, and the mountain stood, you know, and you're like, <laughs> and the glorious sunshine. Is like, there an audio like, book of The Lord of the Rings? Yes, and it's me saying, <laughs> I, that's my next well, project. I was going to say, you should do it. I would listen to that faux show. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it's, I mean, it's it's a really beautiful story. Yeah. And it's a, the definition of an epic tale, but like, it is not a page turner. Yeah. And you know how at the end of Return of the King there's like 13 endings in the movie there's like yeah. there's like 17 endings in the book really yeah so like so like there's more there there's more to the Lord of the Rings so you're saying it is a page turner and I don't know the end I don't I mean, you're saying it's not a page turner but I don't know the yes, end yes yes <laughs> yes like it is Oh God! It's a like sit and like drink some tea. Yeah, and like yeah, like you're and it's great. And some parts you're just like, oh no, will they escape? And you're like, oh, he's talking about the cobblestone, you know. And you're just like, <laughs> but, what about like that spider? Oh, is that in Return of the King? Yes, that's in. Re- that's at the very end of Two Towers. Well, I remember it, that part being real freaky. Yeah, he, she real scared. She loved. Yeah, yeah. She loved the spider. So did he ever interrupt that? situation with the description of the surroundings. I think, yeah. Oh, really? yeah, because it was in, like, well, a like, cave. Sure, and, but, like, yeah. before, like, before, you know, the action started. Like, not in the middle of, like, him trying to escape. Yeah, I mean, I he does him just get, Frodo. like, I mean, it's been a long time since I've read them, but yeah, like, it, he'll just get distracted of just, like, describing oh, okay. this one element, and yeah. you're just like, oh, no. <laughs> Wait, what are you like? Oh no, <laughs> where, where are we going, JRR? <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, so, what is your favorite book? Um, ah, uh, God, I wish I could say that I have a favorite book. That's, I mean, if you don't, that's okay. Um, like, I remember loving like the BFG. Oh, I love the BFG. when I was a child. Yeah, yeah. and I. It's a book that I, like, bought as an adult to, like, be nostalgic, and I read it, and I still love it. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's definitely on the list. I will say I feel bad saying this, having not read the Lord of the Rings trilogy, but I did force my... I got... So I started reading the Harry Potter books after the fourth movie came out. Okay. <clears throat> so in that, I felt like I didn't know how it ended, right? Yeah. Um, so I started reading them and that, that series became a book that I would force myself to read on the bus or the train, even though it was kind of making me sick mm-hmm. because I just wanted to know what was happening. It's magical. Yeah. It's magical. Um, so that's, I mean, that's up there. Uh, I remember The Road I remember was that. a book that yeah. I really loved. It was like, it like made me cry on the train. Um, on the road. <laughs> I haven't tried to read any other Cormac McCarthy books, but that one I very much enjoyed. Um, and then, actually, I find myself, um, 
bogged down sometimes by all of the nonfiction I'm interested in. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a lot of nonfiction books I, like, want to read, and those can sometimes be a little tedious. Mm-hmm. Um, so I haven't read as much, like, fiction as I would have liked because of that, but I like, I really, really like space. So, like, yeah. some Neil deGrasse, like, Death by Black Hole is a fun one. Just okay. like learning all the ways you can die in space. Is oh god, it freaks entertaining. me out. Entertaining. Yeah, so yeah, much. no, like the universe is terrifying. Um, but also like appreciate it. Uh yeah, so that's cool. I have no definitive favorite. But. No, it, it's interesting that you bring up nonfiction too, just because I always want to read more nonfiction. Mm. But I'm and I feel like I, I inundate myself with so much fiction all the time and just enjoy it and when I read I like to escape and so that's why I do like a good like fantasy book mm-hmm. or, or a sci-fi book or something oh, yeah. but I I feel like the older I get to the more and more people are just like no I'm I'm educating myself about mm. the world around me and I'm like right. oh but uh, there's there's fairies and mm-hmm. vampires and uh yeah there's cowboys and there's other worlds than these and blah blah yeah. you know um no i appreciate and, the escape um, yeah but i do like a good biography oh you know what i can't even think of the name right now which may not mean it's my favorite book but i did very much enjoy the neil gaiman is it gaiman or gaiman i say gaiman okay neil yeah. gaiman book is it neverwhere yes okay <laughs> I didn't want to get it wrong. Neverwhere is a very sweet yeah. book. I really, I really liked um, it. I really liked that one. Yeah. And then I liked American Gods. But the part that stuck with me the most, spoiler alert, did you read it? Oh, yeah. Okay. The part about the, like, I forget. It was, like, an evil old man that had been putting bodies Yes. In the trunk of a car. Like, this yeah, yeah. town. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This town had a contest every year that could guess when a, when a car sunk to the bottom of a frozen lake or mm-hmm. whatever, right? Mm-hmm. And then you find out at the end of the book that all these girls that have gone missing were in the trunks of those cars. Is it that, that part was crazy. Uh, yeah, that fucked me up. I did not see that coming. Yeah. And no one saw that coming. Because it's this... It's this super mystical book yeah. about gods. Yeah. And, like, the old gods taking on the new gods. So you're so distracted yeah. by the, the fantasy elements of things. And you're like, you did what? What? Yeah. Oh, my God. Like, that. What? That's on, the Neil. part that stuck with me. That was nutty. I, that was nutty. I'm going to say something controversial. Do it. I'm not a giant fan of American gods. I... You neither? Me neither. No. no. That's, I think that's why that part is what sticks to me in the most, is like, yeah. that was insane, and I don't remember the rest of it. I got really excited when the show came on Stars because I was like, oh, American Gods, this is going to be a really cool show, and yeah. then I just never really watched it. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> but I really like Neverwhere, uh-huh. and I really like Neverwhere. Me I too. really do. And um, I liked Stardust, even though it's really not his most well-reviewed book. Like, it's just a sweet it's a sweet fairy tale, yeah. and it's a sweet story, and I did not mind it. And then Good Omens. Mm. Good Omens was good. I'm just going to name all, all the Neil Gaiman books. Do uh, it. The one that... I've only read the two oh, that I mentioned. So. My, my favorite is Graveyard Book. Okay. It's about this little boy 
whose parents were killed when he was a baby and but he was old enough to like crawl and like kind of toddle around and while his parents are being killed um by like this assassin uh which is not really ever explained which is not voldemort not not voldemort i know it's very i'm just kidding it's it's about a little (laughs) british baby whose parents are killed yeah um and so he uh he like wanders out the front door after his family's killed into a graveyard, oh. and these ghosts raise him. Oh. And he's raised by ghosts. Oh. And they protect him in the graveyard because the murderer is looking for him because they, he didn't finish his job. He was supposed to kill the whole family. Oh, wow. Yeah. It sounds interesting. I, Maybe I'll have to read it. Yeah, it's a quick read. Okay. Yeah. It's, okay. it's fun. It's, it's right fun. On. It's very light It's hard. real fun. There's a murderer. He's kill- he wants to kill fun? the baby. Um, they love that. I will say I tried. I heard the American Gods audiobook is really good. Like it just mm-hmm. has like really good cast. Um, but I tried to get into audiobooks because people were like, "Oh, you can't read on the bus because it makes you sick." Listen to audiobooks, but I find them to be. I space out during them, and I have to like go back a bunch of times. Yeah. And I tried to listen to Ocean at the End of the Lane, mm-hmm. and Neil Gaiman is reading it, and he has such a soothing voice. I use it to fall asleep. Yeah, audiobooks 100% yeah. put me to sleep. Yeah. And I don't want them to. No, I don't either. Also, this is terrible, but I don't care. Uh, another another controversial My take God. over we here. We need, like, a controversial, like, sound. <gasps> Where's that glug? <laughs> glug, 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 glug. <laughs> uh, but, um, I don't, I don't think audiobooks count as reading. I... I agree. It's not reading. You're listening to it. You didn't put the effort in. I'm on board with that. Right. And I'm not saying that, I mean, I don't like audiobooks because I fall asleep. Yeah. So, like, that's a different kind of effort. But, like, that's not reading. You, you didn't read it. You listened to yeah, it. Yeah, you don't get to say, oh, yeah, I just read this book. Well, that's like a baby saying they're reading. <laughs> you could read that way, Amanda. <laughs> what? <laughs> this is. <laughs> yeah, like, that's like a baby being like. I read Green Eggs and Ham. No, you didn't. No, you didn't, baby. Your parents read that yeah. to you. Fuck. That's a good point. That's a yeah. very good point. You may be able to talk, but you can't read, baby. You can't read, baby. <laughs> uh, go take a nap. Son of a bitch. <laughs> Babies are entitled little shits. They really uh, are. It's <laughs> really annoying. Okay, so a couple more questions. Mm. Uh, what is your favorite food? Hmm. My instinct is tacos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, um, I don't think I've met a taco I don't like. Mm. Um, I always think about, uh, I went to Austin, Texas a few years ago, and tacos are pretty, pretty, uh... Texas is where it's at for Texas-y. tacos. Texas, see. Mm-hmm. Um, and I still think about a breakfast taco I had there from some, like, truck in a parking <laughs> lot. Ugh. It was amazing. Yeah. Um... Yeah, I love a good taco. Do you have a favorite food to cook for people? Hmm. Um, I'll say I don't do a lot of cooking. Um, like I told you, I don't have a great kitchen. Um, it makes it very hard. Yeah. But my, I grew up with this, like, very simple veggie chili mm-hmm. um, that is so good, so easy to make. Um, you really just chop up a bunch of bell peppers and pour in, like, cans of beans and 
and um, tomatoes and like spices and put it in a crock pot mm-hmm. um, or simmer it for like three hours or something. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's so easy and so flavorful. And I've actually used it to like enter into like chili cook-off contests oh, at work. Hell yeah! Um, and you know, it's the lone vegetarian option. Everything else is super meaty. And I think the first time I did it, I got like second place. Wow. Out of like, only out of like 10, but still. That's I mean, decent. for a veggie chili to get second place in a chili contest, like that's saying something. I agree. Um, so I like that. I like to cook that because it's easy and it tastes really good. And who doesn't like chili? I mean, people who don't, people who aren't vegetarians like it. And I'm like, hey, you just ate a bunch of vegetables. <laughs> There's no ground beef in that. But yeah, I'm not a big cook, but I'll do that. I um I did that at work the other day because you you had my birthday cake right and that yes, was gluten free vegan ridiculous yeah yeah and so I had another box of the same cake mix which like yes I made it I used a box mix but then I, oh what I did it was a box I'm gonna go it was a box I, just, I, I gotta go I gotta go I didn't know I was having a podcast with a liar <laughs> I one hundred percent I'm kidding told I you care. about my box mix. <laughs> But that the the icing I made was homemade. That icing was no, fire. You know what? I think if a cake is made at home with a box mix, it is still a homemade cake. Because first of all, you can screw up that box mix. You can. And you still, you know, you made it yourself. You did. Well, and I'm sorry. What, you didn't put the ingredients together? It doesn't count? I don't think right. so. Well, and, okay, real life, though, gluten-free mixes are, I mean, you need to buy, like, four or five different flours. That yeah. gets so... Expensive. expensive. I'm sure. Just buy the fucking box. Yeah. Like, if you're not allergic to one of the things in the box, just yeah. why Why are you doing this to yourself? Right. Just, just, I don't have time for that. I no. I live in a studio apartment. No. I don't have room for five flowers. No. <laughs> Where would I put them? It's unreasonable. <laughs> Who has five flowers? No one. No one. Um, but I had another box mix, and I made uh, cupcakes with them, and I made... Uh, and I made a different crazy icing because, like, for my yeah. bu- for my birthday, I made the chocolate frangelico buttercream oh, icing. I didn't know they had that. Your favorite liqueur. My favorite liqueur. Your favorite liqueur, frangelico. Frangelico. <laughs> and I'm gonna name my daughter frangelico. Um, <laughs> oh, but she'd be Franny. That's cute. <laughs> Franny. <laughs> um, and then I had what I had a raspberry rhubarb compote in it. Yes, so, like, you did. That was a fire cake. Um, but yes. then for work, I made a uh, maple vanilla uh whiskey uh, bourbon mm. bourbon buttercream mm. and that was really good too and i brought that to work and i was just like i made cupcakes for everybody because it was a couple people's birthday and uh there's this one guy at work who one of his that he likes some like he likes to give vegetarians a hard time like you, you know that guy mm-hmm. you know that guy mm-hmm. um and i he, went to high school with him yeah <laughs> and like he he honestly is one of the sweeter people mm-hmm. i know and he he really is just like making a joke and would feel terrible if you, sure. he actually hurt someone's feelings. Yeah. If he but, accidentally made you eat a meat pie, like, he'd feel bad. Right, right. He would never be like, ha-ha, there was meat in that. Like, yeah. that that guy deserves a punch in the face. But, right. and maybe more. Um, but <laughs> he, he, I told him, I was like, so can you believe that's vegan? And he was like, what? What? <laughs> he was so 
upset. He was upset. He was he was just like I can't believe it. Like he was like, how is this? Pe- how did you do this? And That's it's my awesome. Favorite thing in the world. Yeah. To just be like, it's gluten free. <laughs> deal know? with it. Yeah. Deal with it. The be- sneaky vegan. That's a fun thing. I get so much shit from just like I. I couldn't be gluten-free. I would die. I would just die. I'm like, you wouldn't fucking die. No. Because you would die if you ate it. So, like, you would learn how to live your life. <laughs> you would learn, you would You would be a strong-willed adult about it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I have some feelings. I'm because, sure you do, too. Because you're a strong-willed adult, and you know what's up, and you wish people would shut up. Yeah, pretty much. I am down with up, that. people. <laughs> Yeah, shut up, people. Martina's a strong-willed adult, and she knows how to cook for herself, and it's delicious. And you can, too. Yeah. <laughs> okay, do you have any cooking advice for people? Hmm. I am not... I would not pretend to be a source of um, expertise in this field. That's fair. Um, however, I will say, one try the food you're making. I remember once I went to a work event at, I'll just say a restaurant I shall not name. Um, but there was like this sauce on this fish that literally tasted like vomit and I'll never forget it. And I was like, who, who made this and why did they not taste it? Because why would they serve this? It tastes like vomit. So, I don't know, just be aware of what you're making. Yeah, yeah. Um, and make sure, I mean, if you're cooking something for yourself and it tastes like vomit and you like that, like, more power to you. But if you're going to, like, give it to someone else, yeah. make sure it doesn't taste like vomit. Yeah, make sure you know that's what your so, palate is. Yeah, like, I mean, that's, that's... what you're giving off to other people. That's my, that's my main <laughs> advice is make sure your food doesn't taste like vomit. The second one is Wise get an words. immersion blender. Ah, they're so fun and they're so like so easy. Ah, there's this lentil soup I make. Um, I guess I make soups. I guess that's like the one thing I make. Okay. Um, (laughs) and it's supposed to be you know blended, and the satisfaction you get from using an immersion blender to blend soup is just it's it's unmatched. I'm so, <laughs> I'm so like happy you mentioned that, especially oh. for this because I almost got an immersion blender. Oh, for this meal, like oh. I was going to make a pureed mushroom soup. That would have been good, right? And yeah. then and then I was like, oh, I don't have money for an immersion blender. That's fair. That's um, fair. And and then I I talked myself into oh they wouldn't have they wouldn't have pureed. They would soup. not have. Right. I like the authenticity. It's Thank rustic. You. Thank you. It's this rustic mushroom soup. No, I like that. I like that you didn't blend it. I like having the mouth feel. <laughs> mm, I hate um, that. <laughs> That's why I, I said it. it. <laughs> That's a real term. I like, know. People, I'm people so say sorry. mouthfeel every day. The mouthfeel of the mushroom is uh, just, I think it's essential to the flavor. Uh, um, I will say, it's good though, because I used to hate mushrooms. I would not eat them. Um, but now I like them cooked. I still don't, I can't get down with raw mushrooms. No. It's just too weird. But I do like mushrooms. I didn't um, like mushrooms until college, and now I yeah. really do like them. I didn't like mushrooms until like my mid-twenties. Really? Yeah. Which is now. No. Um, <laughs> all which, right. Yeah. Well, 
we can keep nibbling at this. I will not keep you on uh like performing anymore because like it is like you are on a lot but thank you very much for coming to my podcast i'm on a lot what do you <laughs> no, mean like when you're on uh <laughs> no that probably no like when you're talking in front of a microphone you just right. have to be like on you know no, i am on a lot martina i didn't i didn't know we were going to touch on this but um i don't know i mean like i do find this is this is a box you didn't mean to open but here we go I do find that, like, as someone who grew up performing, mm-hmm. I do find that I'm on more often than not. Yeah. Even in, like, normal situations. Yeah, even when you're not being recorded. Yeah. I know, well, so... Like, I'm very aware of the mic. I've been eyeing it the whole time. But, like, <laughs> at the same time, I think I would have had the same conversation. Yeah, that's um, fair. That's fa- I mean, yeah, and so far I've done this with all performers Mm -hmm. and I mean I think I mean I think performers interact with performers just in general is just like (laughs) 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 Um, that was so good it was really good (laughs) 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 see look at us go Um, you can see us on (laughs) (laughs) we don't have any shows coming up Um, but we should but But let us know if there's a demand (laughs) (laughs) do you like this do you like this yeah. Are you not entertained? Do you like us? <laughs> Please tell us. You, you like do. us. You really like us. But I do. There is like a moment of just like, oh, microphones on. Oh, oh, like, every I'm gonna... Yeah, I'm just like, yeah. oh, we're just gonna be natural and yeah. we'll just start recording. And then yeah. the minute they someone knows it's on, they're like, oh, okay, okay, <laughs> yeah, I have to sound really great. Yeah, and blah, blah, blah. myself included. <laughs> You're lucky though. I didn't do my podcast voice. Oh, should we start over? Yeah. <laughs> hey guys. This is Amanda. I'm here um, doing this podcast. That hair tilt just now, though. Yeah. The hair flip. Like. <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> what is it? Delicious delicious dish. <laughs> is that the uh, NPR podcast? They yes. parody on SNL. That's where I get my podcast voice from. I get mine from, um, oh God, Parks and Rec. Mm. It's like, uh, we're here. Oh, with- yes. <laughs> Leslie, nope. <laughs> I don't remember what that guy's name is. Yes. Even though, let's be real, I'm much more of a purred happily in real life. I mean, I've always thought that about you. <laughs> First time you saw me, you were like, purred? <laughs> yep. <laughs> That's the word. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you again. Let's. Of course. I'm gonna go get some more bread. Yes, um, I've eaten all my bread, so I must need more. Haha. Wee. <laughs> <laughs>